Welcome to the Bariatric Nutrition Coach Podcast, where we empower you with weight loss, surgery, nutrition knowledge, mindset advice, and inspiration, so you succeed in your weight and health journey. I'm your host, Jane Stoltz, and I am a bariatric dietitian who has helped over 1,300 people on their weight loss surgery journeys. I'm also a solo mum, lover of long walks while listening to podcasts, partial to a glass of wine, and the ocean is my happy place. Join me as I dive deep into bariatric nutrition and lifestyle topics and deliver them to you in bite-sized, palatable episodes every Monday. Now let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of the Bariatric Nutrition Coach Podcast. And the topic I want to talk to you about today is something that is very close to my heart. I'm really passionate about this topic, and it's a topic of self-care, and I bring it into my coaching with all of my clients. I'm really passionate about people approaching the bariatric journey, not as a diet, but as a new, healthier lifestyle. And what comes into that lifestyle is self-care, and we want to approach the bariatric journey with compassion, leaving the dieting mindset and focus not only on losing as much weight as you can and keeping it off, but really fostering habits that are self-care habits and approaching them as self-care, not like you may have done before your surgery, which is I need to do this because I'm on a diet and this I'm on a diet and the sole purpose of me doing it is to lose weight. We want to change how we approach and look and our habits and, our, and establishing healthy habits. So I'm going to talk to you about five key self-care habits that I work with my clients to establish, build into their lifestyle. And it's about you know, improving your health, staying well, quality of life. So the first self-care habit I want to talk to you about is taking your vitamins. Now, when you hear that, you might say, that's fine. I'm okay at that, Jane some people it just is easier to do it and be compliant and be regular at taking your vitamins than others and other people it can be a real struggle they've never been one to routinely take medication or vitamins and I want to talk to you about the topic of why we ask you to take vitamins and minerals after your weight loss surgery there are different bariatric surgeries as a whole I just want to talk to you about the requirement the need to take vitamins Your anatomy changes when you have bariatric surgery. Your anatomy has changed. How you absorb and utilize your nutrients has changed. So even when we get you to a great balanced diet and you've got great intake, you still do need to take vitamins and minerals. Will your regime differ from one surgery to the next? So if you've had a sleeve gastrectomy, and somebody that's had uh, a bypass, yes, they can have be on a slightly different regime. So the regime you're on or the regime you need to be on can differ uh, depending on what surgery you've had. I want to talk about why we ask you to take them because sometimes people will get their pathology tests and you can look at your tests, your blood tests, and say, oh, my levels are good. I don't need to take them. Especially this comes up if people haven't had say a blood test for a while or a pathology test for a while and their levels look good, 
they can think, I don't need to take them, but it can take several years of deficiencies to occur. So my approach for vitamins is to keep it simple, your regime to keep it simple. I've had so many clients start working with me and when we go over the vitamin and mineral regime that they're on, it's a range of products. One, they're expensive, but two, it really increases the challenge to be compliant, increases the challenge to keep taking them regularly. My approach is to we keep things as simple as possible and we add in any extra vitamins and minerals we need if your pathology and your blood tests say we need them, okay? Sometimes you can need to take those extra bits long-term, but sometimes it's just for a short-term. So my approach with vitamins is definitely keep it simple. And it's not about taking 10 different tablets a day. That is not what you need to do. There are a range of really great bariatric vitamins on the market in all over the world. So it doesn't matter where, what region in the world or what country you live in, you can get access to some great bariatric vitamins and they have put all the things you need mostly into one or two tablets a day. The other thing I do add is calcium and calcium is a bulky nutrient and it can't be included in that bariatric vitamin. And often calcium come with some extra vitamin D, wonderful And so you're taking bariatric multi as well as a calcium. So not all bariatric multis are going to be adequate. I have seen some on the market that are not great, but there is a lot that are great. And if somebody is working with me, I review their vitamin regime and we check that everything is a good quality. I'm going to, in a minute, go on to my second key habit and That is about regular meals. I'm going to talk about that next. But I want to bring into the conversation of vitamins that having a good routine can really help you remember to take your vitamins and take them regularly. So when I say routine, I say eating structure, kind of healthcare routine. Like you brush your teeth before you go to bed. When in the day is it going to suit you best to take your vitamins? And everyone's different. Some people it's first thing in the morning. Other people, they have them at work by their computer. Some people, it's just before bed. So we really want to work out what's your routine, having a good routine, and finding out when is there the best time for you to be taking your vitamins and then putting things in place in your environment to remind you to take them. So let me go on to the second self-care habit that I want to talk about today. And I've already mentioned it. But it really, it is very, very important. And if you've listened to my other lives, talks, if you're in my private Facebook community, I talk a lot about eating regular meals and having a regular eating routine. So regular meals are an act of self-care. It is not, I'm on a diet, I need to eat at this time. It's feeding yourself regularly. After you have bariatric surgery, you cannot eat enough at a meal to sustain you for hours and hours. If you leave it too long between meals, when you get to your next meal, it's virtually impossible to eat slowly and mindfully. You need to eat regular meals across the day. And it's feeding yourself regularly, fueling yourself regularly. Yes, it helps you reach your protein goals. But there's other reasons why. It just 
supports your intake. It ensures you're getting some good protein intake. In the early part of the day, you're less likely to snack, graze, night eat later in the day. So it's an act of self-care to have good options on hand. It's an act of self-care to have reminders in your phone to eat regularly. So that is my number two key habit. Number three key habit is fluid intake. And this is a bit like vitamins, I find. People are like either, yep, that's fine, I do well there, or this is an area I really struggle with. People before their surgery can have great fluid intake and it wasn't a struggle to to drink a good amount of water and fluid per day. And it can come as a real shock after weight loss surgery when it can be a real struggle to drink enough fluid. It's a very common challenge. When you have a regular eating schedule, that helps you build fluid into your day because we're asking you to not drink for a period and before and after each meal. So in between each meal, you have the slices or chunks of time where you can drink. When your eating schedule is all over the place, it can be really hard to know when to drink and remembering and getting into that kind of routine and building that habit. In between a meal, I'm back on the floor, sip, sip, sip. So having a regular eating schedule is really important. It's also important to find out what works best for you fluid-wise. And what I mean by that, temperatures, flavours, using your downtime, I mean is like travel time, you're sitting there watching children, your children play sport, looking at where in your day you've got an opportunity to drink. It comes as a real surprise for many people after bariatric surgery that before surgery they thought about food, and consuming things all the time, hoping after surgery, don't have to think about food and what they're taking in as much. And it can be a surprise and a shock and a challenge when you realise that the day is quite a regimented day and it is very challenging for many people to find their rhythm, find a routine, find what works best for them. And that's something I work with my clients on all the time. Some people, it's just they have a very regular days in the week. Their work gives them structure and they are more, they're a person that likes structure. Other people, it can be a lot more challenging. It's definitely worth working on. And I work very individually with people because everyone has their own individual preferences. There's no one size fits all. There are general goals we're aiming for, but how we get there can vary quite differently for different people. But fluid is so important how you feel when you get dehydrated. Fluid intake is such a challenge for many people. It is really worth the focus and the effort to build it up. So that was self-care habit number three. Now tell me, is this you? You have had your bariatric surgery and you're feeling lost. You're lacking support and you don't know what to eat and when. Or you may have noticed after your surgery, your hunger and cravings have started to return and you are scared you won't reach your goals. You may have had some weight regain and you want to stop the weight regain and lose some more weight. You may be pre-surgery and you want support to be fully prepared for your weight loss surgery journey. If any of these sound like you, then listen up. I have developed my Bariatric Nutrition Bootcamp just for you. My coaching program provides education, 
coaching and community for people getting ready for their weight loss surgery and at every stage after their surgery. There are four key areas that I focus on with my clients in my bariatric nutrition bootcamp. One is the bariatric nutrition basics. You will learn what and how to eat so you feel satisfied, reach your protein and fluid goals and have less cravings and know how to manage your hunger in the future. Meal ideas and meal planning. You'll learn to plan meals and snacks that you like so you have great options on hand when it comes time to eat. Also, we focus on mastering weight regain habits, identifying any habits that are stopping you from reaching your goals and create manageable strategies to get back on the straight and narrow so you can manage your weight for the rest of your life. And also I focus with my clients in my bariatric nutrition bootcamp on learning to trust your body and food. Start to enjoy your food again by relearning to listen to your body cues so you have less guilt and improve your relationship with food and your body. If you are ready to maximize your weight loss surgery results, feel confident in your journey and be led with support and expert guidance, then the Bariatric Nutrition Bootcamp is for you. If you would like to know more about my coaching program, check out the link in the show notes. Care habit number four I want to talk about is moving your body. And you will notice I'm not using the word exercise. And I like the phrase better of moving your body. And if you have heard me talk in other, other podcasts, I, I love talking about people finding a way to move their body after bariatric surgery. One, that is comfortable for them physically, but two, is something you really enjoy. And I say, when you move your body in a certain way, does it put a smile on your face? It is not about going to the gym, burning calories. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how do you build regular movement into your day that you enjoy? Because if you enjoy something, you're more likely to do it. Do you like doing activity by yourself? Are you someone that loves doing activity with someone else? Do you like dancing? What did you used to do when you were younger and you really enjoyed and you've forgotten about? It is not about losing weight. I really, with this talking about moving the body in the topic of self-care, it is not about uh, looking at, okay, I'm going to do exercise to lose weight. It's about helping you with stress, helping keeping lean body mass on, helping with negative thoughts, helping with sleep. So there's so many benefits. Also, the research shows that when you move your body regularly, it actually helps within that weight maintenance phase of your journey. So when you get to weight maintenance, the research and the studies show the people that have regular movement in their life are more likely to maintain their weight and those other health benefits that they've, that they've achieved out of their bariatric surgery. So I encourage you to think, what activity puts a smile on your face? What did you used to do as a child or when you were younger that you could go back to? Do you need to reach out for support to find ways to move your body that's comfortable, that is not causing you discomfort? And as you do lose weight after your bariatric surgery, it does get more enjoyable. And it's, that is quite a journey for many people on 
moving their body a little bit and it increases over time. So that is self-care habit number four. Self-care habit number five that I want to talk about is uh, last but not least is sleep. Sleep is so important from a mental health perspective and it is something that many people do struggle with. I am not an expert in sleep. I am not going to talk in depth about getting better sleep because that is not my area of expertise. But I do talk to my clients if they're struggling with sleep to get support from somebody that can support them and help them with sleep. When we eat and how late you eat in the day impact your sleep, yes, it can. If there's anything that's impacting your sleep from a dietary perspective, I help my clients with. But reaching out first to your primary care provider can be a great step and say, I'm not sleeping. Let's investigate more why and how can I get support to improve my sleep. And the mums with young children are going, Jane, I can't do anything. And I've been there and I hear you and I know all about it. My son was not a good sleeper. I was a bit of a zombie for a period of my life. Can you get support to help your child sleep better, which I did, and that worked to varying degrees. And it's not forever. It's a season of your life. What's in your control with respect to sleep and what's not in your control? And it's about not suffering and just putting up with it. It's saying, can I get support? Can things improve? Even if it's going to be a slow process, can I improve my sleep? But it definitely deserves to be on the top five self-care habits. Sleep needs to be there. Sleep is so important. So please reach out to your primary care provider because they will be the best first port of call for you to discuss your challenges with sleep. So let me recap five key self-care habits to practice after weight loss surgery. And this is about approaching your weight loss surgery journey from a health journey. It's a weight loss journey, yes, but it's really a health journey. It's about improving your quality of life and you can leave that dieting mindset and move into a self-care, healthy habit mindset. And so I just want to recap the self-care habits that I've just talked about. One is taking your vitamins and minerals regularly. Number two is eating regular meals. Number three is drinking adequate fluid. Number four is moving your body regularly. And number five is getting adequate sleep. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. I really appreciate your support. I have been getting so many wonderful messages in Instagram and in Facebook that my podcast is resonating with you and you're finding it of value. And so I really appreciate that's wonderful. If you do find my podcast of value and you think other people would enjoy it, I would love you to take a screenshot or a photo of my podcast and pop it in your stories of Instagram. And you can tag me. And if you tag me, I'll give you a shout out. That way, other people that do follow you get to see my podcast exists and they may enjoy and find value in my podcast as well. So I would love that. Hopefully it only takes a couple of minutes, but that would be wonderful. And thank you so much. And I look forward to being back in your ears next week. Bye for now.